Welcome to Your Thought Life Podcast. I am your host, Michael Anderson. I'm professionally trained in cognitive behavior therapy and neuro-linguistic programming, and I help people overcome mindset challenges. If you're new, welcome. If you're returning, welcome. I do ask that you subscribe and follow the podcast so you don't miss any of the new episodes that are released on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And if you're on a platform that supports it, please give us a rating and a review so this particular show can reach more people seeking this style of content and thereby allowing us to impact their lives in the same way that it impacts yours. Thank you so much for your time and for your support of the show. Six Mindset Tips for Effective Time Management is our topic for today. You know, one of the things that we sometimes don't give enough attention to is the amount of time that we have while we're here. I know lots of people who, once they cross over a certain age, they become very self-aware of the speed with which time is elapsing. That begins to bring on thoughts of, hey, what have I done significant? What achievements do I have in my portfolio at this junction or why not? You can tell from this, there can be a bit of a push and pull, a bit of a tug, if you will, on how it is we are utilizing time once we become conscious of it. But I do want you to think about this for just a moment. There's going to be a person whom you know who seems to be a very high achiever, who seems to have their stuff together. They seem to be sort of just coasting into abundance, which to us may look almost effortless. Then there's another person that we may know who will have the opposite observations. It will be noted that they struggle. They have a very hard time getting focused. They don't have any significant achievements in their portfolio as of yet. They're just sort of distracted. Maybe they even give off the vibe that they're unorganized. When you look across a given day at person A who is really outperforming, overachieving, and person B, who is sort of struggling, some might say drifting, there's a huge gap between these two persons. And our goal today is to really dig into two things. One, what is the mindset that permits us to be like person A? And then what are the practices that we find in the individual we are calling person A, the high achiever, the person who is drifting literally into abundance and success every single day? So let's start with the mindset piece. If you're new to the show, we talk a lot here about a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. And in the fixed mindset What we're effectively saying for those who adopt this mindset is that I am X number of years old. I have what I have, what I have, some pieces and parts I like, other parts and pieces I don't like. I am pretty much set here. These are the cards that I've been dealt and this is how I am to complete my time on earth. 
That's the fixed mindset. Then there's the individual who has the growth mindset, like our person A. Well, this particular individual says, yeah, I have some strengths and most certainly I have some challenges, but I am going to learn and practice and repetition my way through those opportunities, otherwise known as weaknesses. And while I'm doing that, I'm going to continue capitalizing on my strengths. I'm open to new ideas and concepts. I'm open to this thought that I can grow and I can develop that which I don't have as part of my skill set today. In a nutshell, this is the stark contrast that exists between person A and person B. Knowing this, I want to then dovetail into some of the practices in person A versus person B. But for the purpose of keeping us focused on these practical application steps, I'm going to release us now from comparison to person B because we are all person A. Let's jump into the first part of what person A has, and that is prioritization and setting clear goals. If we are to be effective stewards of the time that we have or effective time managers, it starts with us prioritizing the things that we need to get done. Before we can even do that, we need to know what those things are. There's this exercise that we go through where we create a life vision. What do we want to achieve while we're here? What do we want to impact while we're here? What legacy do we want to leave when we depart from here? There's that. And then there's backing in to the goals Two types, they're either long-term goals, call those five years or more, or perhaps those are short-term goals, let's say one year or less. Then for the five-year goals, we're going to have yearly check-ins to make sure we're on point. For the one-year goals, we're going to have quarterly milestones that are mandatory for us to hit. When we do these things with respect to setting clear goals, prioritizing what's most important to us, we cease being drifters. And now we're a part of this small slice of the population, 5%, that are taking the bull by the horns or charting the course for our lives that we want. This particular practice helps us get out of that whole fixed mindset mode Because we are forcing ourselves to be growth oriented by setting these goals, many of which we may not even have examples of. Or you might find yourself in a situation like mine where I didn't have anyone in my family that I could look to for guidance. So all of these things are net new and they force us to flourish and to develop and to learn what is needed so that we can achieve these things. And what you'll find immediately is this is going to allow stress, anxiety, worry, all of those things get sort of pushed to the sideline because we've got an effective strategy. Number two is going to be, again, the growth mindset. 
This is something, family, that we have to put on every single day. If you've been around for a while or if you're new, we talk also about really coming to understand ourselves. We talk about a morning routine. We talk about being self-aware to the extent that we truly have a good grasp of what makes us tick. The growth mindset is really characterized by a belief that abilities and skills can be developed through dedication and effort. We said just a couple of podcasts back that we can even do this without it being hard per se. But let me get back to the main point. The main point is this is something that we have to do every single day. If we have a morning routine, if we utilize visualization, these are tools that we can leverage to make this a part of how we do any given day. Once you come to the point where you are always growth mindset oriented, there won't be hardly anything that stands in your way. This ability to manage time becomes almost innate. It's just literally becomes a part of what you do because your focus has changed from I can't do it to I can do it from I'm not enough to I have everything that I need. The growth mindset is paramount to have this style of thinking or this state of mind that is encouraging and that shifts us out of these realms or states that don't serve us anymore. Having a mindset that encourages us to seek out strategies and techniques and tools are the essence of having time management full-blown in your life to the extent that you become a very good steward of this particular resource. Now, Number three, proactive discipline and focus. We can't have good, effective time management without self-discipline. There's an accountability component that comes in at this junction. If you're not working with a coach, if you're not working with a mastermind, then you have to have someone who you trust to speak into your life, to hold you accountable for that which you say you're going to do. you got to be able to cultivate this ability to stay focused on your task and avoid distractions so that you can keep the main thing, the goal, the task, whatever that might be, on schedule. With a growth mindset, you're also going to have this capability to focus because your focus is going to be directly centered on your goals. All of your energy is going to be right here in the present moment where all of this cool stuff is taking place and unfolding right before your very eyes. You need to have an environment that's conducive to concentration and a minimal amount of disruption. If you're like me and you've got all sorts of computer-based notifications, turn those off. Disable them. Start using the Pomodoro method have working cycles where you're ultra concentrated, what the task is with literally no interruptions. 
and then train your mind to stay present and engaged right now. All of the energy family that you have available to you is right now in this present moment. If anything is trying to grab your attention from the past, let that go. If you're concerned about next steps in the future, let that go as well. Focus your time on the task at hand. That way you'll be able to effectively practice self-discipline while you stay focused. The next one is embracing a proactive approach. Adopting a proactive mindset, you just got to know, empowers you to take control of your time rather than being reactive all of the time. An individual expends so much extra energy because they're reacting to things. And in corporate, one of the things that we teach young leaders is to be literally proactive. Get ahead of what you think could occur and at a minimum have a plan a and a plan b to address those things if they do in fact pop up at an inopportune time you're already in the know as to how you're going to deal with them how you're going to communicate them and what tactics and tools are necessary for you to make that go away as quickly as possible This type of mindset allows you to be prepared and allows you to make informed decisions and to allocate your time more wisely. When we do things with prioritization, it literally gives us the results exponentially that much faster. Add the focus to this and you're on a track that you need to be on for outperformance. Number five is probably going to be for some of you, the hardest one of them all, and that is learning to say no. Learning to say no is one of the toughest things some people find themselves faced with because they want to please people. They want to be amenable. They want to be kind. Maybe they were even raised well, and this was just a part of what their family conduit practice. For whatever the reasons, that an individual finds this hard, I certainly empathize with you. But recognizing that your time and your energy are limited resources, you simply can't say yes to everything. Because as you practice saying no, what you're going to find is now you have more time to do the things that are priorities for you. If you're spending so much of your free time, let's call it, assisting and helping here and there and at the end of the day you now have a stack of things that needed to get done for you that are outstanding i just don't know how that benefits any of us let's practice saying no let's take a look at all areas of our lives where we see this with family on our jobs any extracurricular events that we participate in Let's just be kind when we say no. Let's be respectful when we say no. Let that be that. You don't have to even feel bad about prioritizing yourself. The last one is emphasizing quality over quantity. 80-20 is in effect. Shoot for a product that would get you a grade if it were to be graded of a B. That is a solid product. As you begin to develop your skills and your new talents and capabilities, 
you will find that you can begin to incrementally move that up. But what we truly want to do is cease this idea and this notion that it has to be perfect right out of the gates. This is one of the biggest areas where procrastination can come in like a flood. And we want no parts of procrastination that's a low level vibration. It does not serve us and therefore we don't desire to have an alliance or a partnership with him. Now, we're going to have to shift our mindset a bit and start to focus on the efforts that matter the most and getting them literally to a B, a solid B. You're not going to be able to tie up every loose end. You're not going to be able to have absolute mastery and you're not going to have maybe the shiniest version of that which you're trying to achieve. But if you get it done and you can get it done with B quality, that is a proper product that you should learn to feel very, very confident and proud of. We talked about six different tips. We talked about prioritizing. Goal setting is number one. We talked about developing a growth mindset. Number three, we talked about practicing self-discipline and focus. Number four, embracing a proactive approach. Number five, learning to say no. And then finally, number six, emphasizing quality over quantity. If you don't have these operating in your life, listen to this again. Document those that are working, those that you want to incorporate. Put a plan together and make it happen as soon as possible. But remember this, developing time management mindset takes practice and consistency. This is not something that's going to occur overnight. It requires a commitment and a willingness to make changes in some of our beliefs, patterns, and behaviors. But if you do these things over time, you'll be like our person A that we talked about, who is coasting into success, abundance, and is hitting all of the goals that they have for themselves. And I want that so much for you. That's going to conclude this episode. Thank you for your time and attention. I do ask that you share this episode on your Instagram stories and tag me on IG at your thought life. No spaces. Y O R thought life. Feel free to leave some comments. I want to remind you that you are enough. You can do it. You are uniquely equipped to realize your goals until next time. Take care and be safe.